to ask the Lord for the courage that we need. You know, we need to stand for the Lord and we need to fight. The early church needed courage, didn't they? Amen, to preach the word of God. Acts chapter 4 and verse 29, the Bible says, And now behold their threatenings, and grant unto thy servants with all boldness that they may speak thy word. Man, the, 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 the early church was praying for the boldness that they needed to continue speaking the word of God because they were under threat, threat of their life. You know, we talked about this a little bit yesterday. I mean, you know, hey, we don't know persecution here in America, you know. You know, we go try to try to knock on a door and give somebody a track. They slam the door in our face. Oh, they're persecuting me. I'm going through such persecution. Man, early church people would love that. Hey, maybe slam the door in my face. Hey, man, praise the Lord. Let's move on to the next house, you know. <clears throat> man, we need to be bold in our witness for Jesus Christ. May the Lord help us have good courage. Courage to be a man. And then, 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 then um, uh, Joab said, play the man, play the man. You know, step up in our roles as the men of God. Be a man. Be a man. You know, today the gender lines are trying to be blurred, right? And, and, and it's, a, it's a wicked and it's an evil thing. It's a terrible thing that's going on. And the world needs to see some men, men of God, Men of God that aren't afraid I've got problems, but you know what? I'm still trusting the Lord. I'm still going to serve God. I'm still going to be all I need to be. We need to be men and show the next generation what a man is. A man of God. A man that worships God. A man that prays to God. A man that trusts in God. A man that loves the Word of God. Loves the house of God. Loves the family of God and is involved in the work of God. Man, be a man of God. Let people see, let your family see, let, let their neighbors see that you're a man of God. I'm a man that, that God has saved, uh, and I'm no less of a man than, a God, than the drunk on the street. You know, it, it's crazy how culture has elevated those things. I mean, you know, <laughs> television's so wicked anymore, it's hard to watch anything. But you know what? I, I love watching Gunsmoke. I love watching Andy Griffith. You know? And you ever notice how they lift up the drunk? Matt Dillon and the doc were in the bar most of the time, right? I'm thinking, dude, you know, if, I got, if I'm sick, I don't want this guy to come staggering down the street. Of course, they don't show it that way, you know? But he's been sitting in the bar talking with the, with the marshal, right? But then you go, then you, you watch Andy Griffith, Otis. Otis is a drunk, you know? And, but, 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 but you see, the world lifts that stuff up. But you know what, friend? A true man, a true man doesn't need any of that. A true man just needs God. A man of God does what God wants him to do. You know, whatever your role right now as a man is, be the best you can be. If you're a husband, love your wife as Christ loved the church. Be willing to sacrifice for your marriage. Dwell with your wife according to knowledge. Now, I know that's a moving target, okay? I can't remember what the, what the deal was, but whether it was Joanne's birthday or it was some event. And I bought her something that she loved. 
And she said, oh, I don't like that. I said, what? You know, it was a candy bar or whatever. It wasn't nothing special. But I said, what? You don't like that? She goes, no, I don't like that. I said, you love that. You've loved that for years. She goes, yeah, I don't like it anymore. I hope they can't hear us in there, brother. Yeah, amen. But, but, but you got to dwell with your wife according to knowledge. Know your bride. Know your bride. You know, Brother Mabe, man, he shot it straight. If you've got your wife, right, Brother Richard? If you've got your wife, man, love her. Love her. Appreciate her. Cherish her. Show the next generation how to be men that love their wives. If you're a husband today, if you're a father, train up your children in the nurture and admonition of the Lord. Don't leave that responsibility to your wife. Teach your sons how to work. Amen. <laughs> I used to, you know, I used to change my own oil, do my own brakes, do all those things in the garage, you know. And Man, I'd drag my kids out in the garage and make, pull them up underneath the car and show them how to change the oil and everything like that. They hated it. Hey, why, Dad, why, why? Because you're going to have to do this someday. Well, yeah, right, neither one of them do. But, but I wanted them to show them how to work. Teach them how to work. Give them a good work ethic. Show them how to work. Show them how to work. Show the next generation to be men that, again, love their wives, but men that teach your daughters how a man should treat her as their wife by treating your wife with respect, treating your wife. Your daughter should know by watching your example what type of husband she should marry. You know, we do counseling, and, and from time to time, uh, you hear some really uh, sad stories about um, how horrible um, a husband will treat their wife. And then they have children, and then, you know, the children, the children see that, and the daughters grow up, and what ends up happening? They find the same kind of guy that, marry themselves and and it's just a generational thing and it's terrible it's sad how that how that goes but you know what men we need to be men that show our children how to treat our wives and then be a servant of god serve the lord with gladness don't grumble and complain about the work of god amen it is an honor to serve the lord it is an honor to serve him it's not a chore Fulfill your role that God has given you as a man today. 1 Corinthians 16, verse 13 says, Watch ye, stand fast in, in the faith. Quit you like men, be strong. Now that word quit there means behave. doesn't mean to give up. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> quit you like uh, man up in your life. We need to stand like a man in today's world. Taking a godly stand is not always popular, but it's the right thing to do. You know, and uh, man, we're gonna we're gonna have to stand more and more. I believe. I, I mean, the world's gonna be coming after the church. They hate us. The devil hates us. Our government is turning to the point where they hate us. And and you know what, man, we we're gonna have to take a stand. Uh, there, there's gonna come a day where we're gonna have to take a stand. Philippians chapter one and verse twenty-seven. Only let your conversation be as becometh the gospel of Christ. That whether I come and see you or else I be absent. I may hear of your affairs that ye stand fast in one spirit with one mind, striving together for the faith of the gospel. Man, we, you need to be united as men. No man is an island. 
God did not design us to live independently of other people. He designed us that we should be part of a fellowship, part of a group, part of the church. Be united as men. We must strive together. Men of God need to support one another and fight for what's right. Don't fight against one another, amen. Stand shoulder to shoulder in the fight. And then I want us to see the reason for the fight in verse 12. Be of good courage. Let us play the men for our people and for, our, uh, for the cities of our God and the Lord do that which seemeth uh, him good. Hey, for our people. There's a reason to have each other's back and to be of good courage and to play the men, our people. Our people, our families. Our families. Your family needs you to be willing to fight your temptations and the devil and the world. You need to fight against those things and be a man of God. Your family needs you to be all that you can be for the Lord. Again, we talked about this this weekend, all weekend, the fact that people are watching you, especially your family, especially your kids, your children, your grandchildren, your spouse, your children, may, uh, maybe even your parents or your grandparents, you know. Your grandchildren are watching you, your neighbors, your co-workers. Whether we are willing to see it or not, we are in a war for our families right now. The family's been under attack for years. That was Satan's uh, goal from the beginning was to destroy the family. And man, he's been doing a good job here lately. Hey man, fight for your church. Again, it may not be very long before they'll be coming after the churches. You know, with with the economy going the, the direction it's going, who knows that the churches may begin to suffer financially. You know, they, they'd love, they'd love to take away uh, your tax-exempt status. Be able to put it on, you know, we, we get to deduct our charitable giving, right? They would love to take that away from us. But you know what, friend, why do we do it? Do we do it for a uh, write-off on our taxes? Or do we do it, we give because the Lord wants us to give? So it doesn't matter to me what they do. I'm still going to give. But they would love to be able to do that. You know, during COVID, what they want to do, they wanted to shut the doors on all the churches. You know, we had a lot of, a lot of churches in our area, and I, probably you guys did too. You may have had to here too. I mean, you shut down for a while. Shut down. Our church um, closed, uh, shut down one day, one Sunday, and then started doing, you know, uh, church uh, in the parking lot and got innovative and started doing things like that. And then um, Easter Sunday said, doors are open. And uh, allowed it. What ended up happening? Michigan was pretty, pretty tough. You know, I know Virginia went through it pretty hard too, though, didn't they? Didn't the 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 government the the government the the politicians in uh, Virginia? They had they they tried shutting you guys down pretty heavy too, right? Um, but uh, but uh, you know what? <laughs> Praise the Lord! Church still going forward. Amen. You know, um, fight for your church. In Michigan, they passed a law where if you counsel someone that's transgender and you counsel them to, that they need to be the gender that God made them, that they're trying to make it a felony in the state of Michigan. Now, who are they going after? You know, they're going after the church, man. This is how God made you, man. This is how God made you, right? And so, and so they're coming after us. We need to be willing 
also to fight for God's people. Bear one another's burdens. John chapter three or 13 and verse 34, the Bible says, A new commandment I give unto you, that ye love one another as I have loved you, that ye also love one another. By this shall all men know that ye are my disciples, if ye have love one for another. Galatians 6, 2, Bear ye one another's burdens, and so fulfill the law of Christ. So I read in John 13, the law of Christ is that ye have love one for another. So how do we show our love one for another? That we bear one another's burdens. We bear each other's burdens. The world needs to see us love one another, caring for one another. And then, then um, Joab says, for the cities of our God. <laughs> we need to fight for the ground that the Lord has given us to take. You know, the nation of Israel had been given the promised land by the Lord, right? They had to defend it in order to keep it. And when they turned from the Lord, they lost it. And they're back fighting for it again, amen? The Lord has given you and I victories in life. Don't give back the victories in your life that God has given you, friend. God's given you victories in some certain areas of your life, man. Don't allow yourself to start ah, relaxing, letting your guard down. You've got to continue to stay up the fight. Man, fight for that ground. Keep the ground God's given you. Don't give it back. The Lord has given us victories in our lives. We need to appreciate them and live for them. Hey, hey, he has given you Hillsville, Virginia as a mission. You guys need to be willing to fight for this area and stay and, 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 and try to take ground, more ground, for the Lord. This is the ground that God has given you and need to fight for it. The church is to be on offense, not on defense. We talked about that a little bit this weekend too. Taking ground from the devil and from the world. And friend, like I said in, um, uh, in, the, in the conference, don't leave one another behind. You see a brother that's struggling, you see a brother that's wounded, man, stop and help him. Stop and help him. Help him bear that burden. Help him go through whatever it is he's going through. Shore him up. Bring him along. Don't just keep going and, and, and let the people that, 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 that fall by the wayside go. Care one for another. We have a responsibility to our brothers in the Lord to bind up their wounds. Get them fixed up so that they can get back in the battle. Amen? So that they can get back doing what God would have them to do. And then the results are up to God. Right? Hey, hey that's what, that's what um, uh, Joab said. And the Lord do that which seemeth him good. You know, the Lord gave Joab and Abishai a great victory. The Syrians ran from Joab. The Ammonites ran from Abishai. And they were united. They had each other's back. They fought with courage. They played the men. And they knew the reason why. Victory is ours if we will do the same. Whatever personal battles you may be fighting today, man, don't be too proud to ask for help and ask for accountability. No, man, I know there's an epidemic among men, and it's pornography. It's an evil. It's wicked. And there's a ministry that I'm not going to be able to pull out of my memory bank right now. Oh, Covenant Eyes it's called. Covenant Eyes. And it's stationed actually out of this town that our church is in. But um, 
It's an accountability ministry to help men deal with those things. Deal with that. And then have accountability among one another. Hey man, we're struggling with things that our wives aren't struggling with. Because we're men. We're different. And we need to be willing to be accountable one to another. Find a man... Find a man that you know isn't going to gossip, isn't going isn't to uh, uh, tell your, your problems to everybody else, but he will talk to God for you. And he will help keep you accountable in things that struggles that you may be going through. Don't be too proud to ask for help. Keep an eye on each other. We need one another. Men, you need the other guys in this room. You need the other men that are in this church. We need, we need one another. Then take courage. Ask the Lord for the boldness that you need to stay in the fight. And then, men of God, stand united. Stand united with each other. Stand united for your church. Fill your role as a man today. Hey, what David say? Is there not a cause? Is there not a cause? There's a reason for us to do this. We are the leaders. We are the God-given responsibility for men to be the leaders. Not the, not, not the followers, the leaders. And every one of us has a role as a leader for our people, for our city, the cities of our God. Hey, we may not win every battle, but I got good news, friend. We win the war. Amen. Hallelujah. We win the war. So, hey, let's be the men of God that God would have us to be and, and, just, and just be willing to get in the fight. Father.